Facebook's new service will reward the few. Mark Zuckerberg responds to the news, and Instagram launches threads. It's Monday, October 7th, 2019. All of that's coming up along with the week's news quick hits on episode 380 of Brave Ad World. New consumers, new media, new strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 380 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actionable insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories might mean to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wickert, and we had quite a week this week, mostly a Facebook week this week. So just to let you know, that's pretty much all I'm going to be talking about so let's just kick things off and talk about Facebook's Facebook and news. So we're getting a few more details on how Facebook's upcoming news tab will work when it launches this fall. This news tab, it's Facebook's latest attempt, of which there have been many, to integrate news more into the platform. And one of the things it's emphasized this time around is how it will be compensating publishers for their news, not exploiting them, at least not as much as, in, as they did in the past. Well, That might not be 100% the case, as we found this week. We found out that only about 25% of the publications featured on the news tab will receive monetary compensation from Facebook. The remaining 75%, they're just going to be hoping that the additional traffic sent by Facebook will make up for their content being featured on the platform for free, at least to Facebook. The publications that are being paid will be paid as much as $3 million a year for national news, down to several hundred thousand dollars a year for regional players. The one shining hope of this new news tab is that it will not be algorithmically generated. Facebook's hired a team of journalists to sort through and surface content. So this news, in terms of compensating publishers, at very to various degrees or not compensating them. It's disappointing, but frankly, it's it's unsurprising. Facebook has shown a pretty large disregard for journalistic publications in the past. It learned that people want news on the platform, but it lost control over how that news was surfaced and decided to cut it, especially when they became under under the more scrutiny from regulators. So once they did that, they realized that that cutting news out was to the detriment of of traffic-reliant publishers. Now, Facebook wants that engagement back, hence the news tab, which Facebook promised will be different by featuring real news and offering more compensation to publishers. Now, both of those promises, they are true. We do see Facebook making sure that this news is going to be curated. We do see Facebook taking steps to start to compensate publishers more. But as we're starting to see with this news, they've given themselves a lot of wiggle room to reap an outsized share of the benefits of bringing news back onto the platform. They're going to get the engagement, some publishers are going to get paid, and others are just going to be hoping that giving their content to Facebook for free will benefit them. That's a pretty big hope. All right, let's keep talking about Facebook because most of the news around Facebook, it hasn't been flattering for the social network. This week, however, we kind of got a sneak peek into what the CEO is thinking. A leaked recording of an all-staff meeting at Facebook features Mark Zuckerberg speaking openly about a number of things. Now, it's difficult to truly know whether or not the audio was leaked by a rogue employee 
or if Facebook intentionally uh, did so. But either way, it's interesting to hear Facebook's Zuckerberg's perspective. When it comes to proposals to break up Facebook, Zuckerberg stated that that should moves in that direction be made, Facebook would sue the government, even though it doesn't really want that to happen. Zuckerberg stated, quote, if someone's going to threaten something that existential, you go to the mat and you fight, unquote. Now, a lot's been made of this statement, but my perspective is, what else is he supposed to say? He's at an all-staff meeting with employees of Facebook potentially nervous about what could happen to the platform. And as a CEO, he should probably put up a fight to keep his company intact. That's to the benefit of his shareholders. That's kind of what he owes them. So whether or not he should win that fight, that's what the debate should be about, not whether or not he should fight back. Zuckerberg also stated that the company plans to release Lasso, a TikTok clone, in countries where TikTok has yet to take off, like Mexico, to combat the growing social platform. And as far as moderator working conditions, Zuckerberg also addressed that by stating that some of the news reports were a little overblown, but he did assert a commitment to support those moderators better. So the CEO, he didn't reveal a whole lot that we didn't already know, but it is interesting to get a peek into how he's communicating and responding to the news uh, internally, at least. I mean, if I were Mark Zuckerberg, I would be a little concerned that leaked footage of these meetings is is coming out. But if Facebook's collecting a lot of data on its users and sharing that, uh, maybe this is kind of what he, he should be getting in return for that. All right, let's talk about Instagram because Instagram has a new messaging app called Threads. It's a camera first app meant to help users share visual messages with their closest friends. The app, what it does is it lets users share photos, videos, messages, and stories with those on their Instagram close friends list. So the app opens directly within the camera so users can snap a video or photo quickly and share it. It's in the moment. It's not curated. So then we have this close friends list. And if you aren't familiar with close friends, it's a feature on Instagram that allows users to create a list of the people that they want to keep up with and keep in contact with the most on Instagram. That list is tied into the throat the Threads experience, and that's who you're sharing content with. This app is interesting because it's not a new, completely separate experience like it, Facebook's previous app ventures, of which there have been many. It's deeply tied into Instagram, where users are already spending a lot of time, and that may very well lead to this app getting a degree of success, a degree of traction. That paired with users' increasing preference for messaging over broadcasting platform, platforms may give threads a nice advantage. So we see Instagram taking a core feature of its product, that close friends list, and creating a more intimate sharing platform outside of DMs. It's going to be interesting to see what threads does. It's definitely uh, a different approach than what Facebook has done in the past with its apps in that it's tied to a platform that users are already using, not necessarily creating a completely separate experience like Lasso that I mentioned in the previous story. All right, that's it for the week's main news stories. Now I'm going to get into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that didn't get discussed earlier. So Twitter, they're taking steps to filter out offensive content in direct messages. Any messages that contain potential spam or offensive language, those will be added to an additional messages folder. The move, it's promising, albeit simple, for such a complicated problem. If you have open DMs, you can feel like those can stay open 
as messages that contain offensive language will drop into that additional messages folder. So if you're considering moving your uh, DMs to closing your DMs to just those you follow and those who follow you, well, now you might have a reason to keep them open. Reddit added a new update to its bullying and harassment violation rules. Now, quote, anything that works to shut someone out of the conversation through intimidation or abuse online or off, unquote, that's going to be banned on the platform. Previously, language had had to instill fear of real safety in its targets. Reddit admitted that that's bar, it was just too high. Reddit also announced that both bystanders and victims can report such abusive language, but Reddit will also be using machine learning tools to identify violations before they're reported as well. These efforts to clean up the platform also included the banning of some incel subreddits. So they're cleaning up the platform as best they can. Facebook added a new CTA for stories ads. Now advertisers can direct users to Messenger to interact with the brand when they swipe up on a stories ad. Any brand that wants to encourage one-to-one dialogue with consumers will now be able to make stories make greater use of stories, uh, which have 500 million users on Facebook and 40 million businesses are active on Messenger. So it should be attractive to a good number of businesses. Instagram's testing a feature that positions it even more is an e-commerce tool. The test, it gives users the ability to opt into reminders to buy products on Instagram the day they're released via a set reminder CTA in posts and stickers in stories. The feature could be helpful for product drops such as shoe releases or maybe even new video game launches. After last week's favorable ruling for Google in a right-to-be-forgotten case, Facebook received an unfavorable decision from the EU in one of its decisions. The EU's top court ruled that Facebook can be required to take down posts, photos, and videos, as well as restrict global access to such material if so ordered by an individual country. The move is significant because it extends orders of a country beyond its borders, and it puts the responsibility on Facebook to police how content on its platform is spread. Facebook argued that such a ruling limits free speech, and it plans to challenge the decision. TikTok announced that it will not allow any political ads of any type on its platform. While political candidates, they'll still be able able to have profiles, they won't be following the paths, TikTok at least, won't be following the paths of other social networks in allowing those candidates to run ads. Clearly, TikTok wants to avoid the political issues other platforms have faced, TikTok, however, is not completely apolitical. The feature, the, the service is run by Beijing-based ByteDance, and it recently came under fire for blocking content that criticized China. The two biggest promoted content platforms in the business, they just merged. The companies responsible for those rows of suggested content at the bottom of articles, Taboola and Outbrain, they're merging, and they're going to be called Taboola. Uber, they just launched Uber Works. This is a new offering that partners Uber with staffing agencies to take care of screenings and payroll. Now, it also lets users search for jobs on the platform. So we're starting to see Uber diversifying itself away from drivers, away from riders, especially as that comes under more regulatory control. And lastly, PayPal, they pulled out of the Libra Association. That's Facebook's organization in charge of implementing its cryptocurrency, Libra. Visa and MasterCard, they've also expressed hesitation as well. They're still in it, but Facebook committed to ensuring Libra meets full regulatory approval before launching. And while that should be the case, 
I'm glad they're doing that. The slow pace of the process appears to be wearing on partners. All right. That's it for episode 380 of Brave Ad World. Before I let you go, I want to hear from you. Send questions, send comments. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like to braveadworld at gmail.com. And if you get a chance, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at T Wickert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. You can also check out braveadworld.com where I occasionally share my personal thoughts on marketing. As always, thank you so much for listening and have a great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.